I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. So out of Twitch, Discord, TikTok, Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, Caffeine, Instagram Reels, which social media platform has grown the fastest in 2022? Well, it's no surprise. I think people in India are not used to TikTok anymore, but TikTok it is. But does that mean as somebody who's trying to do some marketing that you should focus on TikTok or you should focus on the fastest growing thing in India if your market is India? Well, in this episode of Smarter with Sid, we are actually going to find out the answer to this question. The answer to this question, which so many people ask me. Oh, okay, I have got limited time. I've got a budget. I've got a lot of things to do on social media. Which platform should I choose? Let's go. So let me give you the context uh, in which uh, this question is posed. Yeah, and it typically goes as a conversation. So it might be a little fun to actually go through this conversation. It's like, okay, person to me, hey, said, what about, you know, uh, me launching my thing on Instagram Reels? Okay, I think Reels is hot. It's growing right now. Okay, have you done a Reel in your life? No, not really. But I think uh, that's where it is. So shouldn't I be going where that is uh, as well? You know, so okay. All right, I'll stop the conversation there. Or sometimes the conversation is, I have very little time. I have very, very little budget. I have very little manpower. I'm doing too many things. And Gary Vee says that, you know, you should be all over the place, especially in places which are undiscovered yet. What should I do? He says content is the king in, you know, the next few years. But I just don't know what to do. Hmm. Again, let's take a step back. Well, that is the context, to be honest. That is the kind of context that a lot of people, students, learners, corporate guys, uh, you know, startup executives, so many people actually ask me, okay, so what should I focus on? Because eventually it becomes a question of constraints. You know, Eliyahu Goldratt has written a fantastic uh, theory of constraints that I will get into in one of my future episodes, but that is not this. But if I have to look at the constraints that everybody has, it typically is a matter of confidence in a specific medium. Okay. The second can be about money that they are willing to spend. Or the third can be about the, you know, the the time that they've got uh, as people. The fourth is if they're outsourcing it to an agency, you know, the agency is saying this is another thing. So there are advisors, many advisors and stakeholders involved in the process. So what should you do and how should you think about, you know, which social media you should be looking towards exploiting? So I wanted to give a little bit of the context and then maybe get down to a very strange sort of principle that I've discovered in the past few months of me trying to do this for my own venture, you know. And one of the things that I've discovered is that there is perhaps very little point if you are a small startup. Um, to do some paid advertising unless and until you have built up some organic branding. Yeah. So if you have got an organic brand, it means that you have built your brand organically through your content, not through advertising. And it has been on some platform where it has taken off. So it can be a podcast, it can be Instagram, it can be TikTok. So it really doesn't matter if the world's fastest thing is TikTok or Instagram. It need not necessarily be so for you. But having said that, having said that, 
you are going to get lesser and lesser traction when it comes to the more popular platform. And this is where my second principle comes in. The first principle is about building organic growth before anything else. And then choosing uh, that platform wherein organic growth can be uh, uh, getting you the highest engagement. But the second is also, you know, there's a lot of truth in what uh, somebody like Gary Vee says that, okay, being there just because that platform is growing or whatever means that everybody's already paying attention to that platform. You're going to become completely invisible in a cluttered space. So why not go to a place, okay, and meet your audience where the audience is willing to pay attention to you. So which is why, you know, he'd recommend YouTube shorts or he used to recommend LinkedIn and TikTok before they started blowing up and, and the rest of it. So there is some truth to that. So that is the second principle. The first is, okay, organic before advertising. But the second is kind of counterintuitively paradoxical to the, the first one. And the third one is competence. Competence is there too on comfort level. So if you're really competent on doing Instagram Reels, you will find it a little strange to go and suddenly do a podcast. You may not find it necessarily difficult to switch over to maybe a YouTube Shorts um, or uh, the TikTok equivalent in Moj or Josh in India, but you will still find it difficult to do something completely different, like a long-form YouTube show or, or a podcast or something. But the fact is, that if you are marketing something, then you need to be in a place where the audience is giving you more than deserved attention because the platform is new. They are keen to grab content organically from that platform. Okay. And you are there providing a different kind of content. So as counterintuitive as it may sound, you probably have to not worry about competency that much, but go to the platform where your audience is going to give you more attention than you would get on any other platform. So what about expertise, you might ask me? Well, the expertise is an interesting question. If it's a new platform, everybody's learning. There will be some standouts, but don't judge yourself by the standouts. Why don't you just focus on what you're trying to do and create a format and design that will work well for you in the new place? Now, whether that new place is a podcast or a YouTube or, you know, Twitch or a Discord or a Substack or whatever it may be, it really doesn't matter. And if you're able to do that in a consistent way, which is the final thing that I wanted to speak about, then you are in for something. Now, consistency is absolutely key. Now, consistency is key. So therefore, you can't spread yourself thin. And I'm not uh, in agreement with a lot of people who say that, okay, create one piece of content and then split it up into different pieces and put it all over. You, If you're able to do that successfully without people thinking that, yes, I've seen this before somewhere, or you know, it, there's something very fishy and marketing-y about it, people are not really going to connect with you. People are going to say, okay, this guy's just regurgitating old content and I've had enough of this fellow. I'll shut him up for a bit. Because the name of the game right now, especially if you're launching something or if you're in a startup or if you're small or whatever, right? Or if you're in a cluttered space, the name of the game is engagement more than anything else. So if you're engaging somebody, then I would say sacrifice all other platforms, choose the one platform, not that makes you comfortable to produce content in a consistent way, mind you. It might make you uncomfortable. You still have to do things consistently, but choose a platform wherein you are going to get undeserved attention, I would say undeserved attention in this, you know, fragmented uh, attention economy or whatever you want to call it, undeserved attention for the next three to six months. I think that is the window that you can hope for as far as social media is concerned. 
and build your space around it. Once you have established a certain level of consistency, think of the other formats, but don't think, oh, I will kind of cut and paste content. Well, some of us might be able to do it really well, but a lot of us just need to produce new content for new formats. Of course, I'm talking about organic growth. Now, if I have to really give you a takeaway, just put yourself in the shoes of a customer and ask yourself, will a customer or will your customer or will your user or whatever you want to call your person, right? Will they actually like this content, stay engaged with it and actually, you know, um, like me for producing this content? And then suddenly the scales might fall from your eyes and you might stop looking at it as a marketing exercise, but as a content development exercise. Does this make sense to you? Try it out before you knock it. It, I know it's very tempting to de-risk things, but that is taking the biggest risk of all. Yeah, Find a place wherein you can engage. If it's uncomfortable for you, suck it up and do it in any case is my, my advice to you. And hey, you know what? I have put up something on content strategy. Take a look at it. It's on nextlevellearning.com. I'm not trying to sell that course to you because I'm saying what I'm saying and now find something deeper. But I think for people who require a certain grounding, it might help. But this lesson is on this podcast completely free. I don't think it's a lesson. It's a piece of advice, I would say, for anybody who is doing content of this type. Of course, for content of other types, there are different other pieces of advice. If you like this episode, certainly subscribe to me. I am the traveling professor on LinkedIn and on Instagram. And if you like podcasts like these, go to IBM and download a lot of wonderful stuff that those folks have got going. On that happy note.